developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions. October Writing, Reading, and Coffee Season. Hello, perceptive readers, and welcome to the James Pro Artistry Productions website, this podcast. I'm glad you're here with me, and I want to talk about the October season of fall. I did this by printing an article for you. You know, I wrote the article, and some of you most likely already read it, but I still just want to uh, <laughs> go through it and share some points with you. Is that okay? And I just thought I'd let you know that even though I said writing, reading, and coffee season, Hey, it's actually at night right now. So I've already drinked my uh one or two cups of coffee uh today, all right? And so it starts off actually with a welcoming spirit. You know, I've talked uh quite a bit last week about October and how um there's some neat shares again in the sidebar and on the home pages of the James Poirot Street Productions website. And I'm sure you noticed that. So again, welcome to the month of October in the year 2022. It is my pleasure to share these following topics with you in this letter form, you see. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Being asked about your well-being enlists more than one response from people. Here's a way of responding that gives me a pause of thoughts. When a person says, can't complain because no one cares anyway, (laughs) unquote. Well, perceptive readers, I'm here to share with you today when you make a comment on my official James Poetry site, like mass.com forward slash parkbooks crypto, I will reply to you. Let me state that again. That is mass.com forward slash parkbooks crypto. Okay? Uh, sign up. Get a free account. And you can actually follow me there. If you end up making a question or inquiry or something of that nature, you see that really goes to show that, hey, you're going to be using this to ask questions back and forth. Then the ball will be rolled in so many um, avenues or ways that can be very helpful even for the future. You know that? And so please let me say that again. And I'm thinking about putting that in my signature block now on every page. That's what uh, I'll be working on uh, after this podcast. That at the bottom of every post, I'm going to, uh, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm going to script it. Or just go through as I continue to spruce up and fix certain pages where I will be adding the signature block. And I hope you will avail yourself of the minds.com forward slash parkbooks crypto profile where you can ask a question there of me. And I've stated it may take a 24 hours sometimes. Most likely it won't, but I just want to manage your expectations without, you know, you becoming frustrated. If an hour or two go by and you haven't heard from me, well, then you already say, well, say, well, hey, I still know I got a whole day of 24 hours and 
He stayed there. He'll get back to me one way or the other. Uh, sometimes, uh, if it involves more details to what you're asking or requesting, you see, still within 24 hours, you may see me just jot a quick sentence stating, I have received this and I've saved it in my, you know, calendar, my, uh, tasks or what have you to know that I have to get back to it. You see, I even set myself up an alert if I have to, you see, for it to keep popping up. So I just wanted you to know that. Okay. Now, writers and professionals. I think about the many books and letters that must have been written over the years. You know, the number has to be in the trillions. I'm not joking about that, perceptive readers. It has to be. Okay, if we already have had billions of people living, you see, down to our day, how many notes were written? How many letters were written? How many books were written, you see? So, it has to be into the trillions, you see, books and letters, uh, meaningful statements that was relating information and giving encouragement. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it, perceptive readers, all right? So, persons like Mark Twain and William Shakespeare's writings have contributed so much to humankind down to this day. What effect are their writings and letters having on you? I will go out on a limb and state for some of you, perceptive readers, they are the reasons you became interested in poetry. And that's no joke. That is no joke, especially with uh, William Shakespeare. Uh, this is not to leave out, though, uh, persons around you who may have been uh, inspirational to you and storytellers and things of that nature. But I tell you what, it just seems to be everyone, <laughs> you know, who like poetry. I bet you every person knows who William Shakespeare is. Uh, you know, from a large amount of knowledge on them to maybe just a single quote. But everybody knows something around the world. Uh, you know, if you find that person who never heard of William Shakespeare, uh, please go to mass.com forward slash books crypto and let me know about it. <laughs> so, all right. Now, what about a letter though from grandma and grandpa? How about those pen pal days? Your letters that were given and received touched hearts. Are you still creating, whether it be friendly or professionally, today via writing? For the people you know who live long distances away, it is a serene way of keeping in touch. Granted, some people will say right away, I just pick up the phone, unquote. Well, I'm just sharing with you interested readers, letters have a nuance all its own. When you write a letter, it is very intentional and purposeful. It requires more effort than a phone call for sure. I've known people who treasured a letter or two from persons who have returned in all the way, sleeping and waiting, if you will of the earth years later. Do you get the sense of this paragraph? 
With the above spirit, when it comes to being a professional and establishing contractual relationships involving money, by all means, get everything in writing. When you are writing professionally, it places important legal safeguards for you and the intended party. Professional letters of agreement are binding even in the eyes of judges and the grand judge of all. Are you using professional letters as a tool for your advantage in uplifting ways that will also help others? Remember, when you are receiving the fruits of your labor, it has been often natural to share such good things with others. Caring and sharing. Over the years, it has been a pleasure of mine to share selective interests with you. The interests involve more than my writings and links, but also the interests of others like musicians, singers, poets, and the professionals in many crafts. At times, there is a focus on one talent here, a big brain thinker there. Just imagine when they have the brawn and brains, as it were, with a sage chuckle. Professional Topics and Drafts My long-time perceptive readers, I mentioned that October would be a month of writing for me. Yes, give me an early start with a pot of coffee on at least one day, a week or weekend, and oh my, watch the words fly. Don't get me wrong, I write the other days as well, but they all do not involve a pot of coffee for the day. <laughs> Another sage chuckle. With the aforementioned knowledge, I want to share with you a couple of professional drafts that request information from one professional to another. Remember, these are just draft thoughts. Sometimes by placing a friendly face with the entity really helps to add a human touch to an otherwise huge conglomerate view of a structure. See, like, imagine addressing Hewlett Packard, that company. Now, notice these initials. Imagine writing Hewlett Packard, you know, just seeing this big building, huge conglomerate, as I said, structure. But it has someone working there with the personality of the initials T.S. Let me say that again. With the initials of T.S., if you want another hint of the type of personality that I'm describing, I have a link that you can click on and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, you have your scenario or your example there of its personalities like that. It's like, yeah, oh, all right. I feel all right. I feel comfortable asking you for this, you know, information right here. I feel comfortable. I feel confident that you're going to give me the answer here. You see what I'm talking about? I did the same thing with imagining the continental Microsoft, you know, or international Microsoft uh, company uh, with a, notice these initials, DD personality. That's DD personality. If you don't know what DD represent, there's another link right near that. So if you go to, like I said, this article, October writing, reading, and coffee season, you can click on it and see the example there. 
Now, when I cover these letters with you, you're going to see why for the Hewlett Packard one, I said, imagine the TS personality. And then for the Microsoft one, why I said, imagine the DD personality. See, there's two different uh, modes or requests for information here as far as um, the import of the matter. You'll see what I'm talking about. Starting with the Hewlett Packard first draft, I made sure that, you know, in regular letters, it was known to uh, put the address of the company, uh, the email, and even, you know, their phone number, because that actually <laughs> helps you as well. You see what I'm saying? Uh, as you continue to, before you put in the envelope, if you want to call them or do this or that, what have you. But see, the same thing that this helps with, when you have a big company like that, okay, just the area code alone, especially if it's, uh, it, it doesn't even have to be internationally, but all the same, by you having the address of the company and then even a telephone number area code, it helps these persons, you know, in, internal mail room, if you will, uh, to be able to send it to the department, even within their company, you see, um, like, for example, see, there's been some international companies where they will always still end up having like a main building. But inside that main huge building, they have their own mailroom, as it were. And they have these, uh, you know, different locations, mailboxes, if you will, that, yes, they have their own uh, system of the way that these items will be sent out. But if you ever walked into the post office or even had a tour of the post office, you see how they do everything. Well, the same thing with these big, huge offices. See, so some of you uh, high schoolers, you know, may not have had a chance to take a tour of the post office or any of these companies yet. But I'm just letting you know, every huge company normally still has even their own internal you see, mail room, if you will, okay? And so that helps them as well to know where to put what and what in the, the slots and the cubby holes and things of that nature. If they have to be sent out to another area um, in the city or even country, then that's how they're able to just forward these things along. Okay, now, uh, this letter opened up with Greetings. This letter is a request for information. Then I had subject, a formal contact and or correspondence for laptop specification designs. Now notice, remember, this is just a draft, just some thoughts that who knows you may have uh, requested the same things, but it's just an example of professionalism. Um, Perceptive readers, that's what it is. So let me just go ahead and read it. It says, you have many powerful and highly priced store models, which in my experience has over a 90% approval rating. I'm hoping through this feedback design request, we will be able to attain over 100% customer satisfaction for my professional entertainment as well requirements. 
Let me stop right there in this letter, Priscilla Readers, because, you know, when I was doing my proofreading, one of the uh, suggestions that the proofreader had brought up was instead of using the word, we will be able to attain over 100% satisfaction, you see, um, they put, maybe you should put, we will be able to meet over 100% customer um a satisfaction and I still stuck with the word attain and yes I, I just felt like the word um attain fit more towards again my personality the way I'm viewing the goal among other uh factors you see it but like I said that's just a choice and the reason why I'm bringing this out is because as you're doing your proofreading and you use uh, proofreading programs and this is something that I've run into as well uh, just writing my fictional books you see when I would write my fictional books at times uh, because I was going for a certain uh, personality of a character yes uh, there wouldn't be as much formal speech as always um, even the uh, grammatic structure, the flair and things of that nature. You've heard me mention that technical writing is different than creative writing. So with you and some of your creative writing, if you're just starting off, if something just feels good with you or what have you because you're going for a certain type of personality, uh, for uh, 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 idiom, uh, a culture or what have you, then, of course, um, that's your preference. You see, that's your flavor, if you will. So I just wanted to share that with you that just because, again, um, you can even have a very formalized editor who's looking over your writings at time, which again, you know they have a lot of knowledge and things of that nature. However, keep in mind again, if this is your project, this is your uh, your baby, this is your personality, then again, even that editor, see, may not really still be able to see your vision, your spirit of what you're going for. Because editors are good um, I tell you all oh, very good at the technical side of things. But see, just in my experience, sometimes if the editor has all these, oh my goodness, or publishers has all these choices running across their desk every single day or what have you, they, for the most part, I don't really know too many humans that who really uh, will be able to grasp the spirit of what your story is about unless they're really interested in the first place of, oh, who you are as a person, let me read it now. Um, and when it's like that, then as I said before, I think they'll read some of your manuscripts at times and they're still really reading it through more of a technical aspect and not really the spirit of the personality uh, the culture, the feel of the land of an era, science fiction or otherwise. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So let me just go ahead and complete the rest of this letter. All right. So I would please direct this letter or me to the appropriate department head. I am particular or should I say, I should, hmm, peculiar? Okay, particular. Uh, I put particular or specialize in what is being 
requested from you, which requires to categorize following items to be the best. All right. I put as a bold print security. I didn't make any other statements after that, but I just put security as the first one. Then I went into the microprocessor. I expanded upon what I meant about the uh, microprocessor. I talked about terabyte storage. And then I went on to just talk about uh, the considerations for beta field testing of any of their new generational laptops and things of that nature. So I just thought uh, I would share that with you. I have a signature block as well on my signature block. It has my name, my company name, you see, uh, my email and phone contact as an example. That's the way it would be. Okay. The second draft letter, uh, pertains to the Microsoft team. And you know what? I started with the Windows 11 system that is now, you know, being uh, pushed out in many areas. And I made points about 1985 when the graphical user interface that was created and designed, you see, came out. I know that was an epoch, a very notable time in our history that would affect the rest of the technology world. This has been proven. Okay. So with that being said, I'm not going to read that whole letter, but I do want to uh, reference back again when I say why I use a point of view or POV uh, letter reader that would be with the initials DD, which I put the link again so you could see uh, the type of person that I use as an example. And you can see this person is very sharp, put together. You see, it's almost like it's, it's business casual, but at the same time, it's hip. You see what I'm saying? Offices, like, uh, depending on where you work at, it's almost like you could get away with that outfit any day of the week, but especially on Friday. But see, the point is, it expresses a personality that goes to show again that, hey, so you're asking about security of the whole, the, uh, group policy and Microsoft operating system here. And so you're hoping to get some type of technical person or technical help. You know, you may get to talk to them on the phone or whatever, who already would have that type of information on saying, look, this is, uh, uh, what will help you here, here and there. Because if you then go to this technical area and, you know, and then they can make comparisons. In other words, the look certainly shows uh, uh, the person would know what they're talking about. And so I just thought I would share this with you. And um, I'm not reading the letter of the Microsoft one because you now have also an incentive to go to parkbooks.com and read the rest of the October writing, reading, and coffee season. Thank you for being here with me this week. Perceptive readers, you have a very wonderful, wonderful October and day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, 
it becomes your reality.